You are listening to Aldrin Sempia on SAFM. Let's speak to Sizwa Pamla, who's the spokesperson for the Gauteng Premier. So we've been running a series of conversations around the latest report emerging from the Public Service Commission uh, surrounding non-compliance and payment of invoices to suppliers within 30 days. One of the provinces um, that has emerged as a repeat offender is Gauteng, which contributed uh, with the highest number of invoices paid after 30 days, which amounted to around 48 or rather 45,538 invoices valued at 35 5 billion in the first quarter of a 2023-2024 financial year. Uh, to tell us more about the, how the Office of the Premier plans to support departments struggling to pay their invoices on time, Sizwa Pamela now joining us on the line. Sizwa, good afternoon. Thank you so much for making time for us. What's the Premier's take on the outcomes from the Public Service Commission around uh, departments and entities in the province uh, failing to pay their suppliers within the ter- 30 days uh, timeline? Uh, afternoon to everyone, the listeners. Uh, Alvin, to to be honest, the, the the figures you've quoted there are not the figures that the provincial government currently has. Um, the outstanding invoices uh, from the provincial government amount to one billion rand sixty-four million, and ninety-nine percent of those invoices uh, belong to the Department of Health, which means all the other departments are complying. Uh, Thirteen of them. They are paying within 30 days and they don't have any outstanding invoices. The, the, the reason why the Department of Health uh, is the one that is a culprit is firstly, number one, <clears throat> it, it, it uh, carries the biggest budget in the province, that's number one. Number two, it's been struggling with a lot of litigation, uh, which means as soon as there is a court order uh, that it has to pay, uh, that's money that's not budgeted for. And as a result, it means that it has to go back to its budget, uh, try to reconfigure the finances to make sure that it complies before its accounts are attached. So uh, as things stand, the Houghton government is very happy with the progress uh, that it has made and we, with the fact that the 13 of its government departments are actually complying. Yeah, but, but the report says pay, paid after the 30 days, um, meaning that the money would have been paid, not what the balance um, is currently, but the money that is paid after the 30 days. So that's what we're referring to. What's the premier's take on that? Because um, the agreement is that the service providers must be paid within 30 days and you are paying 50% of your service providers after the 30 days. No, um, we actually dispute that report mm. uh, because, like I'm saying, that is the report that I'm talking about from the provincial government, uh, with the exception of the Department of Health and to a certain extent the Department of Infrastructure, all of the housing uh, uh, departments are complying. So that's why I'm saying to say there's only two departments. And of course, if you look at the Department of Infrastructure, it deals with projects. And uh, um, there's a lot of work that needs to happen before a project can receive its payment. Yeah. But the report that I'm trying to correct is the one that says Gauteng is one of the leading countries. I'm saying that from where we stand, all of the reports that we have spoken to the fact that there's compliance within the, within the 30 days yeah. time frame and that only two departments held 99% of the invoices that are outstanding, that have not been paid within 30 days, but all of the other departments are complying. So does it mean that you will be um, challenging this report or what? Because this is, um, it also comes from Treasury. 
No, we will be challenging that report because, uh, like, like I'm saying, uh, the 4.7. We, we have actually gone through the reports. We have seen it. The mm. 4.7 billion that people are talking about is it complies of all of the other provinces uh, combined. So, counting uh, even the figures that we are quoting are not the figures that we have. Uh, like I'm saying that the figures with the report that I'm sitting with here is 1 billion 64 million. That, that's the figure that the counting uh, can uh, confirm. All of the other figures that are being quoted. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I'm quoting from the report itself, but not necess- necessarily from the other uh, from other media houses' report. So the report says provincial departments invoices after 30 days. After 30 days, Gauteng is standing at 45,538 invoices outstanding, which amounts to around 3.5 billion which is around 50% of all invoices that needs to be have been paid within 30 days but wasn't paid within 30 days or so was paid after the 30 days so are you saying that as Gauteng, you don't necessarily have a problem when it comes with making payments within 30 days and if you do those payments within 30 days what would your percentage of invoices paid within 30 days stand at yeah, I'm saying that uh, the only outstanding, pro- the only uh, department that uh, so far failed to comply, in particular, is the Department of Health, followed by the Department yeah. of Infrastructure. The Department of Infrastructure, its case is unique because it deals with projects. Sure. But with the, with the Department of Health, they are talking about a lot of litigation, which means they are paying a lot of money that they didn't budget for. So the invoices that we currently have from our report points to the fact that 99% of the outstanding invoices from the province mm-hmm. come from one single department. All the other departments have actually complied. So would you say that that is that 50%? Yes. yes. So it's the 50% for the Department of Health and Infrastructure? Yeah. Okay, um, so what are the plans then to deal with this, or are you going to argue with Treasury as well as the President, who has also pushed for this, and that the money must be paid within 30 days to say why you should be, um, the, why um, the Public Service Commission as well as Treasury should be more lenient on the province when it comes to these two departments? Well, they are, they are receiving all the necessary support. The, the problem is that when, you, when it comes to litigation, uh, once you have a court order, if you are not intending to appeal, it means that then you have to comply. And uh, if you fail to comply, you risk your own accounts being attached because then you are actually failing uh, to, to follow a court order. But they are receiving all the necessary uh, support in the departments because it's not necessarily a question of complying for the sake of it. It's because the province itself is committed to ensuring that to grow the uh, economy, uh, we have all agreed that going forward, small medium enterprises are going to be the ones that are going to carry the burden of growing the economy. And if you do not then uh, give them the money that they need at a, a, a particular time, it means that you make it very much possible for them to actually fall, to, to actually fail. So uh, the, the issue of compliance from the government isn't just a question of uh, taking the ball. It is actually a commitment that the Premier has made mm-hmm. because he has an appreciation that uh, going forward, uh, 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 you, there is a, a responsibility for the government to bring uh, informal economy uh, into the mainstream economy. And to do that, you need to make sure that you pay them on time yeah. and you make sure that you give them all the necessary support. Has there been anyone who's been held accountable for not paying within the 30 days? I'm not aware of anyone who has been held accountable. Like I said, it, it, that even the Department of Health that we're talking about, it's not a question that they are not necessarily uh, doing the right thing. It's a question that they find themselves in a peculiar situation where 
they are uh, 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 facing a, a number of lawsuits. And, mm. and, and and when they lose these lawsuits, it means that they have not budgeted for this money. And instead of paying for the service providers, sometimes they find themselves having to uh, first prioritize the issue of litigation. Either they appeal or they actually just comply with the court order and pay. But even with the Department of Health, a lot of work has gone into actually assisting sure. them. Uh, to make sure that uh, where they can, they're able to pay uh, the service providers as soon yeah. as possible. J- just quickly, since we have you on the line, Cesar, you've done some work with COSATU as well. Um, there's a question that came up earlier on in relation to the NHI, now that we're speaking about the health department as well. So when there are lawsuits against the Department of Health under the NHI, um, who would be liable to pay? Would it be the state? Well, I wouldn't really want to Not venture sure. okay. in, into that debate, yes. I suppose the uh, people from the National Department of Health will be the most relevant people. Okay. Although health is a provincial mandate, but I want to believe that a, a fund under the NSI will be uh, managed at a national level. So the National Department of Health will be the most relevant uh, people yeah. in this case. Thank you so much for your time. Cesar Pamela, that was the spokesperson uh, for the Gauteng Premier.